This is the Power Breakfast Show podcast series. Podcast series. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital. Power 102 Digital. Digital. Streaming 24-7 on power102fm.com and on the Power 102 Digital app. Power 102 Digital.
is your news bulletin from Power 102 Digital. It is Tuesday, March 15th. Good morning, Trinidad and Tobago. This is news on News Power Digital. We start with news that the government on Monday has advised citizens about getting involved in the Russia-Ukraine war. Following a newspaper article which reported that business development consultant and UNC activist Brian Stewart has expressed a desire to be among thousands of foreign volunteers wanting to engage in combat in Ukraine. CARICOM and Foreign Affairs Minister Dr. Amy Brown told a news conference yesterday that he found the news disturbing. The movement for social justice is suggesting a regional leaders meet in the near future to discuss Caribbean's food security. MSJ political leader David Abdullah says the meeting should be held soon, especially in light of the ongoing war between Russia and Ukraine. Mr. Abdullah, speaking at a news conference held by the party on Monday, claimed there are serious implications for the region and the world regarding the fallout from the current conflict. Former Commissioner of Police Guy Griffith has signaled his intention of throwing his hat back into the political ring, following an admission by the Prime Minister, Dr. Keith Rowley, that it was him who had the secret meeting with then-Police Service Commission Chairman Blissy Passat at President's House. Griffith commented in an interview on Monday that he had the support of the people. In news of the region, Guyana, a 49-year-old woman committed suicide at the Brickdam Police Station in Georgetown on Monday following a domestic dispute. Police said Trudy Dehart, an animal inspector with the Guyana Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals, had earlier been in a confrontation with her husband, a taxi driver and son. Investigations are continuing. And Barbados will be held with a new contribution levy. Prime Minister Mia Motley announced in her budget presentation earlier this week that the Barbadian government will introduce a one-off pandemic contribution levy on income. It takes effect on April 1st. The levy targets persons with incomes of $6,250 a month, and the individuals will contribute 1% of their monthly earnings for 12 months. It's payable in addition to income tax and not deductible for tax purposes. The levy is set to raise $15 million over the course of the 12 months. And that is news to 6 a.m. right here on News Power Digital. We'll have major news coming up at 7 a.m. Good morning. Up to date and credible. Power 102 Digital.
a hustle and a bustle. Everybody right now caught in the jostle. For space in the race, trying to keep up with the pace. But the space ram cram, everybody is a jam, jamming, jamming, jamming for a better life, a better way of living. In the meantime, simple things we forgetting, like how to say good morning, morning, neighbor, morning, neighbor. Good morning, neighbors. 12 minutes after the hour is 6 o'clock. On this, the 15th day of March. Halfway through the month already. Talk about whoosh, flying. Thank you so much for being logged on. The Power 1 and 2 Digital. It is the program called The Power Breakfast Show. Here from Paul Richards with our news brief. We'll have major news coming up at 7. All can you see the wonderful folks out of Bermuda's. Making some cricks your vital supply. We got a news brief at 8 as well. All can you see Sean play all the services. And here from Richard Ragubara is that he's waiting to land in runway 1-0. Miss Steve Kahn will keep you company until 9 o'clock this morning. That's when Sir Charles comes in. Third base will be joined right after him and David McIntyre and Richard Norrie. We'll take your calls, your hits. We'll be interactive with you. Talk about the issues of the day. Unless you send us hello first thing this morning. First on the gate this morning was Mo Gaines out in Aruka. Good morning to you, Mo Gaines. Have an amazing day as well. Ms. Maloney, my doo-doo, what's happening? CJ from New York, my another doo-doo. Kenny, yeah, you're not a doo-doo. But good morning to you, you're late. You're late. Oliver Man Warren, good morning to you as well. Thank you so much for being logged on and sending us the hellos. We love to see the hellos when we come in. Well, when I come in. I tell the guys. So we love that. Traffic wise, leaving San Fernando, you got some volume straight up towards Edinburgh. Corners main road is heavy already. You got traffic from Santa Rosa heading towards Omera. Coming out to Omera, you got some traffic on the eastern main road by Arima Old Road. You got some approaching Piaco Lights and then Trinity City towards uh, Paja Yui. You got some traffic there. A little volume underneath them. 
as you pass NP and uh, Bagman Singh heading into the capital with those lights. Alright, that's a quick traffic update for you. Yeah, over to help you out in one way or the other. Mr. Beeps, you just snuck in. Say good morning to Mr. Beeps. I get your name, Mr. Beeps. Let me know, Mr. Beeps. Why you got that name? Alright. Anyway, let me say good morning going out to the one, the only. Paul Richards, good morning to you, my friend. Always early. The what, sorry? Always early. Yeah, always early. But I said the one and the only. The one, the, the only. Early. Paul Richards. Here we go again. The one, the only, the always early. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I guess Wendell could say that too. Yeah, you can say that. We can't say that about Richard. Oh, boy. No, we won't say that about Richard. Can't say that for Richard. As yes, long Richard as... Richard has other... Other redeeming qualities, but not punctuality. For the decades, and I mean decades, I've known Richard. Oh boy. He has a problem with time. Well, remember, his time is not our time. He's not from this realm. He could be operating in several different galactic time zones. That's true. That's true. I can see at his age he gets confused. I can see that. You know, I could really do. Anyway, he'll join us shortly. What a busy morning already. What's happening? What's happening? Well, I opened my eyes this morning. I put my feet on the ground and I said, thank you. That's what's happening. That's a good thing to do. Yeah. 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 Because many did not make it to this morning. No, many didn't make it to this morning. You're right. You should give thanks. Yeah. Always got to give thanks. Open the eyes that you could see, you could feel, you could walk. You just came off a comfortable bed. You know, even you're right, though you're absolutely right. Yeah, I always have to say, Oh boy, I made it through the night. A lot of people didn't do it. So globally. So you just you always have to give thanks, you know. You always do. So what's happening? It's Tuesday morning, the fifteenth of March. We're already halfway through March. This year is speeding. Yeah, boy. It's speeding through speeding, speeding through. This mm-hmm. year is moving quickly. Uh, Gary Gifford says he's jumping back into politics. Dim, dum, dim. I'm shocked. Yeah, I don't think anybody's surprised with that. I am in shock. My understanding is that he has some serious financial backing. Mm-hmm. He would. A former politician's name is jumping up. One mm. who is quite wealthy. Mm. Who was yeah. part of um, the yeah. People's Partnership Administration. Had a ministerial portfolio. Mm, yeah, this time in that name. He is one of the the backers for Mr. Griffith's political re-entry. Mm-hmm. The news report said he signals his intention of swinging his hat into the political ring, but he was in the political ring before. I think he was. He was a member of the COP at one point. Yeah, one of the founding members of the COP. That's correct. I don't know if he's founding, but I don't know yeah, if he's one of the members. Yeah, and. Um, and I think he may have been a part of, his wife formed a, a political entity called the Alliance of Independence, which is a really strange name for a political party because independents don't have alliance. <laughs> so, uh, so he may have been a part of that. I, can't, I know his wife was a, one of the, um, the principals in that. He was advisor to Prime Minister, then Prime Minister, Kamala Prasad, national security advisor. 
And then he was, I think, National Security Minister for sure. And uh, then Dr. Raleigh came into office and uh, a couple of years into uh, Dr. Raleigh's uh, tenure, he appointed Gary Griffith as, well, the parliament did. Dr. Raleigh would have suggested the name uh, through, through the parliament who advocated for the name of the parliament for him to be commissioner of police. Mm-hmm. That lasted his three years and didn't do too, go too well in the end for Mr. Griffith. Uh, subject of a lot of discussion in this country. And now Mr. Griffith said he's jumping back into the political ring. Of course, we'll hear from him this week. Well, he's making the rounds again. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, not yeah, surprised yeah. Um, at this development, to be, to be very honest. Not surprised at all. Well, yeah. That would have been the logical next step. He said he thinks so, the Prime Minister, Dr. Raleigh, was jealous of his popularity. That's a good poll there, you know. No, I don't think so. I, Do I you think? think I, I yes think or no? When we start to discuss um, in the political realm, p- people jealous of people, I think we could get a better question on who is jealous or who is political. I think if, if we ask the question, if we think Gary Griffith and a political party has a space... Uh, is a different question if, if the Prime Minister was jealous of his popularity. I think that question is for, for teenagers in, in secondary school. No, that question we can is, go with is it. We can go with at, it. Is at the level of serious political debate. Well, let's, let's ask our listeners, which poll should we go with? Political or jealous? Well, they're both political, but well, jealous. You know what I mean. Let me uh, know in our message. Level, you picked the, the poll the, this morning. That is the level that we, we discuss in politics in the country, but who was jealous about who? Yeah, yeah. it's Trinidad, you know. Trite. It's Trinidad. We never settle down. I think down. if we ask the question that, uh, do you think a party involving Guy Griffith has a serious political future in the country? Mm-hmm. That, yeah, I could, I, could, I could have a discussion about that. But if, whether he is jealous of the Prime Minister, was jealous of Guy Griffith, really, that is like, I don't want to be sexist, but as a, a teenage girl conversation or a teenage no. boy. Are you skewing my poll this morning? I have a poll with which question to ask you, so don't skew my poll. And also, I mean, the, the poll could also be, um, do you think there should be a probe into the Prime Minister's admission? Well, the Prime Minister admitted that he was the one who went and saw then Police Service Commission Chair Blissy Prasad and gave her information about Gary Griffith, mm-hmm. which may or may not have led to the withdrawal of the list sent to President's House. Mm-hmm. And there's several persons who are saying that Dr. Rowley, the Prime Minister, crossed, crossed a constitutional line because the Police Service Commission is an independent body and there's a separation of powers in this country and that should not have happened. And, and there are several people who have voiced serious concern about that and, and I think validly so. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean... I mean, some could argue it could be up to Blissy Passat to ignore the Prime Minister because of the independence of the Police Service Commission. But should Dr. Was it appropriate for Dr. Rowley to go to the Police Service Commission chair and give the chair information about Guy Griffith? I know the argument is going to be, well, he, was, he is the head of the National Security Council. If he thinks something concerns national security and a police commissioner does concern national security, he had all the rights. And some will say, no, he had no rights to cross that line. He had the parliament available to him if and when Mr. Griffith's name came before him to say no, which has, as has been done before. You understand? Several names have been 
forwarded to the parliament for consideration of a police commission and the government has said no not this one this one and voted accordingly mm. so i mean you have valid arguments on both sides so that to me is a really huge development and uh one attorney emil crow has said it is a constitutional crisis what dost thou think And after all these months, I mean, to me, I've, I've said it over, Dr. Ali is a very, very astute politician with a lot of experience. You cannot, an interviewer that is, coax anything out of Dr. Ali that he has not intended to divulge. You understand? In other words, Steve is still there? Mm-hmm. You can't trick Dr. Roddy in an interview <laughs> or persuade Dr. Roddy in an interview. You understand? Mm-hmm. To, to, to say, I was the one who went to the Supersad. Mm-hmm. After all the controversy and all these months, and people wondering and, and asking who it is, and if the person went to the president or if they stopped in the middle of the garden and all the, all the, the back and all about it. Dr. Roddy is not going to divulge that unless he has a very specific reason and objective for divulging that you understand mm-hmm. he is not the kind of politician he's not a new politician he's not a novice he's very intelligent and he's very politically savvy he will not say at this point now i am the one who went to blissy Passad without a particular reason and objective good morning richard bagubasi hi good morning um, good morning, guys. Good morning, Trinidad Tobago, and good morning to our listeners, wherever you are. I assume you're talking about Dr. Rowley. Yeah. The... I was telling Steve and the listeners that because of how savvy politically Dr. Rowley is, no interviewer can get him to say, I was the one who went to Blissey Passard and gave her information about Gary Griffith, unless he wanted to, and unless he has an objective in doing it at this time. Am I, do, you, do you disagree or agree with me? No, no, no. I, I agree with you. Yeah. Or he fe- he feels that, for example, there is no um, negative consequence to seeing it. Yeah, but in addition to that, if, if there is no negative consequence now, there may have been no negative consequence six months ago. There's a reason it's being divulged now. Because mm-hmm. in politics, when you have that kind of experience, timing is everything, right? Yeah. So I also ask the question: Why is it being divulged now? Why has it been divulged now? Of all time, after all the controversy and all the bacchanal, Dr. Ollie's had several interviews in between the bacchanal and now, not so? Yep. Several high-profile interviews. As a matter of fact, once the Prime Minister doesn't interview, a high-profile interview because he's the political leader of the country. The country. So, why now? Very, very interesting. And, and there's some, I don't know what you think, it would be interesting to hear your view. Uh, one or two, the Dr. Emir Crow and others have said that it should be probed because Dr. Ollie may have crossed the constitutional line in going to the Independent Police Service Commission and, and by giving this information at the time they were compiling this merit list may have influenced the Independent Police Service Commission and that should be of great concern. What thinks thou? Um, it, it's... What think it's thou? I'm think. I mean, hmm. I, I, you see, a constitutional breach 
if you're calling it that, does not occur in a silo. I may say whatever piece of information with you, to you, whom does carrying out the constitutional duty lie with? That person has different decision as to whether they act on or not. Exactly. So yeah, I but come it's, but it's, just, it's the very act of, for example, let's, let's put a different scenario. There is, and there, this is one of the arguments, there's a separation of powers principle in our, in our governance system. Not so? Yeah. A court case is going on and a senior official goes to the, the chief justice should issue another independent body and says X, Y, and Z. Yes, the chief justice could, has the final say, but is the very um, approach to the chief justice or the approach to the principal in the, in, in the in independent institution a violation of that principle? Understand? Because it, you're right, there are two sides. There's the person who, in, in his or her independent position, one, and the person who is in the, in the receiving and in another independent um, position, two. So it, it's, it's not singular. It's a dual responsibility on either side. That, that's what some may argue. You understand? Because some may say the very approach of the to the to the person maybe a bit, and then others may say, as I said this morning, that in his role as head of the National Security Council, he may feel, given what he thinks is the gravity of the situation, that it's his duty to to inform the then chair, and then she does whatever she wants with it, because he can't force her to act on it. You understand? So. I, it's it's an interesting discussion to me. Yeah, yeah, because it, because the checks and balances in terms of the separation, the separation of powers is well is really to accomplish checks and balances. Accountability, accountability. Yeah, checks and balances in the system of people in the hierarchy of power. In power, in, it's, as, it's, to, it's to manage power. Yeah, in especially in, more so in a democracy. Yeah, and, it's to manage power. And so when those lines blur is when you are at risk of a country um, not being independent in terms of its yeah, various powers. It's of concern because you see, when individuals start interpreting what is of gravity enough to even go close to the line, then anybody in the future could say, well, I thought this information was powerful enough so I also did that. You understand? And you know, I, I hear you, and I don't... I'm, I'm, I mean, people may come close to those lines or maybe even be on the line, but the issue has to be the institutional integrity of the people that hold those seats. Yes. So you could be, I could think that you could be close to my line, and I can tell, tell you... Um, I think you are close to the constitutional line. But, but that the respect for the line point. Is not, is, isn't the responsibility for the respect to the line on, on both institutions or all institutions? It's, it's on everybody's part. Yeah. But the, the mere idea those lines exist means that people are going to come close to them. Yeah, I mean, uh, said, noted. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Agreed. so that it, me it means that people may have an error in judgment. Well, an error in, but, an ah, error in, but ah, that. That error in judgment 
should because of the the importance in a democracy should that error in judgment not be held for, up for account on on any side because at the but end of the day in this situation a list was withdrawn eh, richard yeah well that's what well so so, what, so the act quite possibly highly possibly impacted the lister well the error in judgment in a democracy can go either way yeah it can or either be ways, it can go ways. it can go it can either be ignored or it can be examined as to what was your purpose what was your intent and people can be held accountable that's the nature of a democracy mm -hmm. the main idea we're discussing it this morning is part of that process of democracy the, at work the evolution yeah it's part of that democracy at work and so the, the country now turns its eyes and says okay you have one um holder of that office which aligns with that separation of powers speaking to another or in the presence of another um figuratively and literally because you in the, you are in the space of another and there is another um that is um fulfilling a duty that's constitutional and that's separated from you too and, and you are having a conversation by the constitution right and you're having a conversation how what what happens one person acts on that information does that in fact breach those lines or not and that's what the discussion is about and that's what people are going to weigh in and, and but that's what democracies do they weigh in and people say well i think you crossed the line and you could say no i didn't i'm giving information and that i think was necessary to be heard and, and that, but i, I didn't morning. indicate you had to act anyway or one way or the other but i felt and, you needed to have it and the person may have felt in their own wisdom that that they were um, not delivering information may have been an abdic abdication of the duty given what they feel is the gravity of the information. You understand? Well, well, not only that, but not only the gravity of the information, but you mean the person giving it? Yeah, but the, the, person person giving, giving, yeah. the person giving it, at the point that you are finding yourself there because there was no, there was no reason for your presence there at that point. So that you deciding to be present and to give the information at at the last door so to speak mm -hmm. means you had an intent obviously and there, there's also the argument which has been proffered before because at the end of the day i agree with you i agree that the police service commission is constitutionally empowered enough and clearly that whoever sits in the chair or the or the members needed to understand their role and their their constitutional remit and whatever came before them i think there were flaws in that understanding and action which resulted in the debacle because clearly um all was not well in, the, in that police service commission at all in and, and not only from the chair's perspective in several areas and there could also be the argument that if the person the, the prime minister in this case taking the information to Messi Passard, then chair, he had also the ability to not do that and wait until it came to the floor of the parliament and reject it. Which is what we didn't understand why that route wasn't. You understand? Pursued. Exactly. And say, as they have done before, as other prime ministers have done in the past, I don't want A, I want B. Hmm. And state the reasons 
as he has now done publicly, why I don't want A and I want B. You understand? Because the reasons are now in the public domain in the letter from Dr. Rowley, the, the, the missive, to then chair Blissy Prasad. In addition, well, maybe this, this, is the, this is the information that was in the thing. To Mr. Passad. So, Dr. Rowley didn't have to intervene to get... Um, did Mr. Griffith still end up on the list? I think so, wasn't it? I, well, I guess we Well, he was supposedly on that list that Blessy Passad had at the yeah. point that she was handing it over to the president. And you remember, I, and I remember, I, I, and remember I said the president was really a sophisticated courier, really. Yeah, just because the president was basically, yeah, be, because the president wasn't examining the list. The president There's wasn't no saying... There's no for the president other than to take it from X and give it to Y. Exactly. So, so probably, probably to keep, to insulate the separation of power itself. You understand? Yeah. So that it goes through the, the office of the president so that Mr. Passard doesn't have to deal with the, 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 the parliament in that case, the, the, the prime minister, I should say, in that case. Yes. Yeah. And, and again, if Dr. Rowley felt so strongly that this person is inappropriate for the job, given what has come to him, he could have simply left it alone, another option, and waited till it came to the floor of the parliament, whether it be number one, two, or three, and say, listen... I ain't want that. Well, I see, appoint that before, see, well, well, and it, I ain't it's, want it now because of X, Y, and Z. Right, because you see, what, what is happening is, the, fu the fundamentals of this conversation, Paul, is how, which is, what we, which is what we were talking about just a little while ago, how close to the line I'm coming. Now, now you have to contextualize it too, within, and, and let's look at Caribbean politics and Caribbean institutions within a Trinidad and Tobago context, how powerful is the power of personality in now breaching those lines? Absolutely. You're absolutely and, right because, because and, and, personalities and, are so big. Yes, exactly. In the Caribbean, because, because we are small island states, it means oftentimes that people who hold those positions of power, are, um, and especially their forceful personalities, can i don't want to use the word intimidate but can certainly by their presence and them saying something to you whom um um you have to um live with in terms of whatever role you're fulfilling for the rest of um for the rest of uh whatever tenure that you have you, you all of those things are weighed in human beings minds now the 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 ideal is that you ha you should have the power or you should be be aware of your institutional power to ignore and that's what i keep saying or they even or, or even understand the power they had yeah or even or even berate because you can say i think you giving me this information at this last door that i'm about to walk is inappropriate is inappropriate if you have an issue with the list we we stand by our process and our and the information because if it is that the police service commission and here the name of the institution police service commission if the police service commission doesn't have all of the intelligence and all of the necessary information for the person about to um, harbor that post or be in that position um and they and 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 it's a list 
from which you could say i as you say strike a strike b strike c we're going with f you have that power what is your intent because dr rowley is certainly intelligent enough to know that that he had the power to not go with whoever is on the list he had a problem the, with. the parliament yes you know he has that power so so the, the real question is what is your intent in giving bliss Pussad this information at that point in time what did you hope to accomplish because you accomplished something the list didn't go forward but there were repercussions to that in fact it brought the whole police service commission down yeah and i did not interfere he said he only gave the info to help the police service commission so that's yeah, but, but but by that act he actually did interfere because it brought because there it, was a repercussion the down. It, there was a repercussion the police service commission and it all collapsed. of those members eventually it, it collapsed. collapsed it collapsed it collapsed so it, it just shows you the why those lines exist but and as, why as, said before, it, and I, as I, I, I have been saying all the time, Bliss Tsipasad and the commission members at the time clearly didn't understand their, their constitutional power. You understand? To protect it from any outside interference. If you want to call it interference. You understand? People because sometimes you, under, are, you know, but, you know but, but poor people sometimes understand that they are institutionally independent, you know. I'm telling you this, people understand that they're institutionally in, independent, but there but there becomes but but at points when they have to make certain decisions, they fall prey to personality and and the person who is saying or making a request that is that could be construed as inappropriate or making a statement to that institution as being inappropriate sometimes they will bow to that because of the person themselves rather than being regard to the institution that they that they are the vested in and that's protecting. Why I said they don't understand their constitutional protection but that that is built in they clearly didn't understand that they have the power to say thank you but we've already created the list that the list has gone forward yeah remember this this, this this list was actually forwarded richard and withdrawn yep this list was it so that is that is not even the 11th hour that is a minute after 12 o'clock you understand am i wrong no no the list was forwarded to president to the president and withdrawn so it's not we see in the 11th hour it's not the 11th hour it's a minute after 12 and the question again why not give it what did the information come to you on the on that day in question or that week there's so many unanswered well, questions well, in well it, ra- it raises another issue too paul because because as i said the lines are and that those conversations that took place whatever conversations that took place there were blurring those lines because if it is blessy Passad has actually forwarded it to the office of the president this is, we're not playing marbles. We're not in the children. No, this is very. This is very very serious business. Yeah, we're not in a children in a schoolyard. So if I gave you my marbles and I say, "Hey, give me back my marbles now," that's fine in a schoolyard. If the office of the president has taken official custody of the list, I don't know that the office of the president has any other duty that but to pass it on. The parliament. Yeah, that's that's. I don't know. No, I don't know that the office of the president could say, "Well, here, take back your list." Has it been officially handed over or not? 
I'm not clear that it was officially exactly. handed yeah. over. Yeah. Because if it's officially handed over, then to me, the president According has to the Constitution, one there's, duty. there's no other rule but to now pass it but to the to now it, has, it has one, courier. It has one it. final destination, not to go back, but to go forward. Exactly. Now, the, the, the other side of the argument is that they say in, in, in the, the function of its duty, the president cannot be questioned by any court. I'm, I'm paraphrasing it. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. that's built in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the president can't be questioned by any court in, in, in furtherance of his or her duty. So if, if the president says, has officially received the list, and Blessy Passat say, ah, president, I make a mistake, you can back the list, please. And the president ponders and hands back the list. The act of the president, according to that, um, what I just said, no, cannot be looked into by any court. Yeah, so it's fine. So, yeah, so, so the president, so does the president have the power to hand back the list? That's really the conversation. Yeah. Maybe but, she does. Maybe she does, but she did. So. Because the court can't look into it anyway, because it's one of the official... It, not while you're... What, there, once you're, there can be no inquiry whatsoever into that. Yeah, so... So you see how it... Now, it's an interesting conversation, of course, but, um, you know, as you, you look at the various lines and how they intersect, um, which is why those lines exist. Yeah. And the mere idea, as I said, we're having this conversation, the mere idea that the police service commission collapsed is an indication, if you wanted to look at it through a particular lens, that the lines held well, in its I own think, way. Yeah, well, the commission collapsed because the commission was flawed in many ways as has come out. Mm. In addition to this, back and out, you understand? Yeah. That commission was very, very flawed and operating in a very, very flawed manner. You have newspapers? Yeah, I do. I mean, we will see how it all eventually plays out. But yeah, I do have the newspapers. Do you want me to, take, to go yes. through the headlines now? Um, I'll post uh, put a suggestion for the question. All right. So we can go through the newspapers at this point. Of course, um, uh, I can start with the Daily Express for today. And, of course, today is Tuesday, March 15th, 2022. So we are absolutely at the midpoint in the month of March. Um, the main headline coincidentally connects to what we were discussing. Probe Rowley. That's the main headline. Griffith, UNC Senator, write DPP on PM's disclosure. He was the high-ranking official who met Police Service Commission Chairman. Probe Rowley. That's the front page of the Daily Express this morning. Interview with the Prime Minister is also um, featured on the, the front page. No break back property tax, um, which is part of the conversation um, that continues in the Daily Express this morning. Um, and the main picture is of a tree for life. Uh, Commonwealth ceremony. Um, Speaker of the House of Representatives, Bridget Anderson George, is assisted by Express Youth of the Year 2021 and youth agriculturalist Jalen Edwards during a tree planting ceremony to commemorate Commonwealth Day as they planted a double chaconia, the national flower, in Woodford Square, Port of Spain. 
I'm looking on was Mayor, of course, of Portland, Joel Martinez, and Senate President Christine Kangaloo and Darlene Forbes. Huh? A picture was being taken, so yes. Behave yourself. <laughs> on the back page of the Daily Express, breaking the glass ceiling, CPL to include women's edition for first time alongside men's tournament it's in their on. route Sri Lanka inside three days and city held by Palace. And um, that's the front and back of the Daily Express. Moving along to the Trinidad and Tobago Guardian for today. On the front page, Prime Minister, I did not interfere. Rowley says he only gave info to help Police Service Commission. Griffith calls for probe of meritless matter. Cops had no boat to shut down no man's Zasafet. And KFC starts charging $2 for condiments. Analysis. Oh my God, that is a bacchanal. What is the bacchanal? Do you see social media yesterday when KFC made the announcement? Went no, into thousands of chaos. Me, thousands of chaos in the Caribbean. <laughs> KFC starts charging $2 for condiments. Analysis of how TNT coped with COVID-19. All of this is actually on the front page of the Trinidad Tobago Guardian. I didn't even know they started to do that. So this is news to me. That's it. That's it. Tell you how sometimes I'm absent from social media. I was so busy yesterday. On the back page, women's T20 for CPL 2022. Um, that's the front and back of the Trinidad and Tobago Guardian today. And on the Newsday, on the front page, Senator writes DPP on top cop merit list, probe Rowley. So everybody has um, some element of that headline. Two said probe Rowley, one quoted Dr. Rowley, saying, I did not interfere. Um, and uh, this is absolutely almost the same picture to the front page of the Express with the planting of the tree yesterday. So it's almost the same picture. And on the back page of the Newsday, Cooper excited as biggest party in sport to host women's tourney. WCPL will develop region's talent. And Central humiliate Southwest in Scotia under-15 cricket. And that's it for our three dailies this morning. All righty. Let's get into our poll from yesterday. Let's give the results of our poll from yesterday. Yesterday we asked you, do you think the government should address the rising price of food in Trinidad and Tobago. That was our poll. Lots of voters on that poll this morning. I'll give you the results. Come up in 30. Did somebody say bricks? Eat it with cheese and guava, sausage and jam, or eggs and ham, peanut butter and lamb. That's a cricks mix. Bring whatever you can. Once you have cricks, it's instant sweet hand. The man don't saltfish, whatever. Anything you like, cricks makes it taste better. Whatever you choose, whatever you try, must go with cricks. The vital supplies. Cricks, the vital supplies. Try our new cricks crispy, lightly salted crispy crackers today. All righty, and the votes are in again. Do you think the government should address the rising prices of food? The rising price of food in Trinidad and Tobago. 83, 83% said yes. All right, so that's our results of our poll from yesterday. Let's get into this morning's poll. Paul, it's a tie, actually, on which poll to go with. So you flip a coin. There are two polls? Yeah, we're talking about two polls. 
Steve was suggesting, do you think the Prime Minister was jealous of Gary Griffin? Jealous. I said, I am not discussing that. No. I'm, Thank I'm, you. It, it, it's a tie, actually. I had like 15 yeah. votes on it. it it's I 16 votes. I somebody, seeing somebody jealous of my popularity. Nah. That's to kill my brain cells. That will destroy my brain cells this morning. Brain cells? I put a suggestion, suggested poll in the, in the chat, Richard. Yeah, I saw it. Let's so, go. Um, okay, so our poll this morning. Do you think the Prime Minister said that he did not interfere um, by giving um, Blissy Passard that information at the point that she was handing over that merit list? So we now know he is the high-ranking official who gave the information. So, so what is your opinion? Do you think that the Prime Minister did in fact interfere by giving Bliss Sipasad that information um, when the merit list was being presented? So do you think that the Prime Minister did in fact interfere by giving Bliss Sipasad the info that affected the merit list? That's our poll. He's saying he did not interfere. Do you think he did in fact interfere? Yes or no? Either you're agreeing with the Prime Minister or you disagree yeah. with his interpretation. All right. So 222-8255-612-8255. Those out in the cold, North America, 866-525-1099. Let's head across to Sangha Grandi. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Of course he did. He did interfere. All right. Thank you, Zang Grandy. Good morning, caller. Morning to the breakfast crew. Trevor, I know. All right, Trev. Thank you so much, Trev, Trev. All right. Of course, our hits on our website and our app on some phones, mainly Apple phones. Um, you'll get that. All right. So, 22 Talk, 612 Talk. Let's go again. Good morning, caller. Good morning, gentlemen. Big guy. Um, one big guy. This big guy here, Farrakhan. Yes, he interfered one hundred and fifty percent. Thank you. All righty. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Joy says no. Long Islander says yes. Piggy Lou is in the house. Good morning, you Piggy Lou. Says no. Uh, good morning, caller. Good morning, Sonny San Fernando. Yeah. Yes, the Prime Minister interfered. All right, Sonny, thank you so much. Um, Kenny out in Harlem said yes. Lunch Park, yes. Uh, Ken E, yes. All right, Kenny. You're good, you know. Uh, Morgan's out in Aruka, yes to the poll, gentlemen. And still Gary for Prime Minister. Okay. All right, let's go back to our lines. Good morning. Good morning, Steve. Dinsley, most, most definitely he did. All right, Dinsley, thank you so much. Have a great day. Be safe. Good morning. Morning, Trinity. No. All right, Trinity in the city. Thank you. Good morning, caller. Good morning, gentlemen. Morning. Hi. No. No. You two have a great day as well. Be safe. All right. Um, Panjaz says no. All right, thank you so much, Panjaz. So our poll this morning, um, of course, the Prime Minister says it, it says that he did not interfere, 
But what do you think? Do you think that the Prime Minister did in fact interfere by giving Blissy Prasad the info that affected the merit list? Um, that's, our, that's our poll this morning. What do you think? Do you think that the Prime Minister did in fact interfere? Yes or no? 222-TALK, 222-8255-612-8255. North Americans, toll free at 866-525-1099. People on the web or on the app, of course, you can send your vote via the messaging portal. People in the rest of the planet, uh, of course, you'll be required to call one 868 222 talk 222 8255. Miss Piggy, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Morning. The answer is no. All right, thank you, Miss right, Piggy. Thank you. Good morning, caller. Good morning, Yes. Thanks, Kuna Always logged on every morning. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, let's see. I did panjas. Mr. Beeps. Yes to the poll. All right. Thank you so much, Mr. Beeps. Um, Ms. Maloney. Yes. Thank you, Ms. Maloney. Appreciate that. All right. Um, let's see. Miss Ingrid out in Tucson, Arizona. My answer to the poll is yes. I believe he did. All right. Um... All right, let's get those calls coming. Let's get those hits coming. Run Rude. Okay, yes, he did. Thank you, Run Rude. Trudy Jam. Yes. Bring back Gary. All right. Rampage is in the house. Morning, everyone. Yes. Thank you so much, Rampage. Uh, we have four minutes again to take your hits or your calls. 222 our poll this morning, do you think the Prime Minister did in fact interfere by giving Blissy Pasadi the info that affected the merit list? Of course, he has admitted that he is the high-ranking official um, that spoke um, to Blissy Pasada at that point. Um, of course, the Prime Minister does not think that he interfered, that he interfered according to um, uh, um, quotes from his interview. Uh, um, of course, certain parties are calling for a probe into the Prime Minister's conduct in giving the information. But what do you think, listeners? That's what we're interested in this morning. There is no right or wrong answer. We're just gauging public opinion. Do you think the Prime Minister did, in fact, interfere by giving Blissy Passard the info that affected the merit list? That's our poll this morning. What do you think? 222-TALK, 222-8255, North Americans, Toll free, 866-525-1099. People on the web and the app, you know what to do. So mm -hmm. do it. Mm -hmm. Do it good. Do it. Do it. Come on and do it. Do it. You're satisfied. Do it. Okay, sorry. Got distracted. How easily I get distracted. So do you think the Prime Minister did in fact interfere by giving Blissy Pizarre the info that affected the merit list. That's our poll this morning. That's singing, I tell you. Wayne out in Simcoe, Ontario, Canada. 
Good morning to you, and of course, it's quite cold where you are right this morning. I'm just checking right now. It's two degrees. Not oh, too cold. You probably will run out in shorts. He says yes. Thank you, Wayne. All right. Uh, let's get those calls coming. Of course, next hour, we will have a Paula Gopi Schoon uh, on the program. All right. We'll give her a call by a phone and... We'll chat with her this morning. Let's see. Um, all right. Yep. Give us those hits and calls. 222-8255-612-8255. Big guy in Far Rockaway. He called 866-525-1099. You can do the same wherever you are internationally. Good morning. Good morning. Morning. Yes. All right. Where are you calling yes, from? I'm calling from New Jersey. New Jersey. Thank you so much, New Jersey. Yes, I think he's great in All right. Thank you so much. All the best. Have a great day. Yes, Thanks so much for being logged on. Good morning, caller. Where are you calling from? The Bronx. The Bronx is in the house. Good morning. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much, the Bronx. Okay. Have a great day. Good morning, caller. Morning to you all. How are you all this morning? Fair to find few scattered showers. My answer is yes, the Prime Minister, like a bad mother in law, he does interfere with everything. <laughs> bad mother in law is well interfere, apparently. Oh my goodness. Like a bad mother in law. <laughs> That's a good one. That one came from nowhere. <sighs> All right. We have uh, less than a minute again. 222-TALK, 612-TALK. <laughs> oh, that put a good little grin on my face this morning. I was like a bad mother-in-law. You ever hear that one, Evie? Prime is like a bad mother-in-law, interfering everything. All right. Let's see. Any more? Flash! Whoosh. Says yes to the poll. He crossed the line. Thank you. Whoosh flash all right we have any more it's seven o'clock any more checking here once twice three times a lady and i love you and i love you thank you thank you very much i'll be here all morning this morning <laughs> I need a raise. I need a raise. I do, you know, I do. I, I do have need some a... bacteria circulating in the studio this morning. I have no idea. My computers are giving problems. Evie is singing here now. Just now you'll see her dancing, I'm, I'm sure. I don't know, performing. I perf performing. That, that song was oh, a performance. A performance. That was a performance. <sighs> okay. All right. Let's get into our... <laughs> I don't know, you know. Let's get into our news. Evie said, Hill Bob is in. I can't even say your name. Oh. All right, Evie is in. Thank you for choosing Power 102 Digital. Listen every weekday for our live show starting at 6 a.m. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital.